The Dallas Cowboys get their biggest win of the season. We break it all down on this episode of Laton Cowboys Podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, we'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Pick projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. First-time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to one hundred dollars with promo code Locked On. That is PrizePicks.com. Promo code Locked On. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, let's start with this. That was the most dominating and impressive win that I've seen from the Dallas Cowboys since maybe forever. It's been it's been a long time. You know, you think about uh, you know some of the games that the Cowboys have played. I, I'm thinking. <sighs> I mean, you feel uh, the the New England game was a closer game, uh, but it, but it felt like that level of of post game excitement about how where this team is going, right? Like last year, but but as far as like a level of dominance, like I, I don't know, like probably early, maybe the last, Washington last game year. last year, yeah. last year. But I let, let's let's discuss the biggest reasons why the Cowboys had this win today, and I think we have to start with Dak Prescott, right? Yeah. Twenty two of twenty five, so three incompletions. One was a perfectly thrown ball to Dalton Schultz that was dropped. One was a throwaway, and I believe another one was a skip pass to Michael Gallup. That's it. Uh, Lana, 20 of 20 when not pressured in this game. I mean, he was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it just he looked comfortable. He looked like what we expected. You know, I, I think he uh, came into this game clearly very focused. You know, the defense gave them a lot of help early on to kind of get them sort of on that LA Rams game script, right? Mm-hmm. Where you get an early turnover, you get you an extra possession. Uh, you, you know, you, you lose the toss. So, so they are on the first drive. So you steal back their possession, which really played well because uh, yes. you're able to get points near the end of the half. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> and then, uh, and then come back and score points, obviously on the, on the other side of, of, of the half as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, Dak to Dak's credit, he, he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, squander away very good opportunities that the defense presented early. And then when they got their own chance to get the ball and, and drive the length of the field, uh, they were masterful and just kind of mixing run and pass. Dak was very accurate, obviously, as, as mm-hmm. the numbers seem to indicate. Uh, and, and just their ability to uh, have an answer for everything that Minnesota was doing defensively and just, and, and be able to and look the third down numbers. Like that was, that, that's that a big unreal. part of it too. And that's, and that is a huge part of, of what Dak was doing. So, uh, very very exciting game for for Dak Prescott. Even though the numbers are you know are the twenty five the, the completion percentage is crazy high, but the but the as far as you know yards and touchdowns don't look you know insane. It, it doesn't quite tell the tale of just how good Dak Prescott was yes. playing in this game. Yeah, I should have mentioned this off, off the top. The Cowboys did beat the Minnesota Vikings forty to three in this game. I'm assuming you all watch this game. This was the national televised game, but you never know. There's there's people out there that haven't seen this game. I think. Talking about Dak, this might have been the best game I've seen. Not the biggest stat 
stats that he's had in his career, like there's obviously been more games where he's thrown what against Philadelphia, he threw five touchdowns or whatever. Yeah. But just like completely in control, getting through every single one of his reads, like the the um one of the touchdowns to Tony Pollard. Yeah. Pollard was the fifth read on that play, and Prescott was able to to make, you know, get through all of them. Gotta give credit to the offensive line though as well. They protected him and Dak killed Minnesota's secondary. Yeah, I think this was the offense's most complete game across the board. You know, yes. and obviously it shows like top to bottom, the pass protection was incredible when they needed it to be. Run blocking was obviously dominant. Terrence, I just can't wait to go back and watch Terrence Steele in this game because there were just several just different times where you just saw him destroying things on yes. the right side. Um, Pollard was just masterful, and Zeke was the perfect complement there. You know, the, the the touch balance was was just exactly what you wanted it to be. By the way, um, 15 carries for Tony Pollard for 80 yards 15 carries for 42 yards for Zeke don't worry about the yards per carry in this game because Zeke got a lot of the, the goal line and short yardage work both those guys scored two touchdowns now that is balance uh yeah I mean, that's not bad yeah and actually I mean just to kind of you know even break it down statistically like I'm pretty sure that both of these guys finished right around or with positive uh EPA per play yeah. when rushing the football which is re- really rare you know because you just More don't normally get the yards that. right yeah his six, both of their success rates were extremely high Ezekiel Elliott I think ended up with 53% success yeah. rate which is really really high so both running backs even though the yardage looks out of whack and obviously Pollard had an incredible game no one's taking that away that he was the star of the game but Zeke also did, you know with a That's high right. level of success rate even if the yardage isn't super high I think that the offense across the board, this is the goal. Like this is the goal, yes. right? I mean, this is the the template. I think you know you you could you would you would like to see CD Lamb maybe get a couple more c- catches, and, and yards, but but honestly, it doesn't matter. It like doesn't the, matter. you know, the, like they scored forty points and, and they won by thirty seven points. Like this is this is what you're looking for from yes. the offense, up top to bottom. And we started talking about Dak Prescott, who, again, absolutely amazing, led this offense, but just really everybody in the offense. The offensive yeah, line played well, as you mentioned. The running backs were good. This is what gets you excited about the Cowboys' offense. If the offensive line can perform like this, obviously it's not going to be that like that all season long, but we have seen flashes of this, right, Landon? Like yeah. against Chicago, they scored 42 points on offense. Uh, against Green Bay, even though they lost that game, 28 points on the road, it's not a bad performance. And then to score 40 in this game, really in three quarters, uh, yeah, super impressive. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the offense is really hitting on all cylinders. Uh, and I think that the thing that makes me the most excited is stuff like – Jason Peters playing left tackle yes. in the fourth quarter yes. and Tyler Smith getting snaps in at left guard and just knowing Tyron Smith is going to, is, you know, a couple of weeks out from he's coming and, and what this offensive line is going to look like with Tyron and Tyler on the left side. And then suddenly there's the potential of, you know, you get an Odell Beckham jr. Added to this uh, and with the way the defense is playing right now, it's just, it's, it's really exciting to see the, the Cowboys did this, on the road uh, against a playoff team, guys. Like, I mean, like yeah. th- this. I, I just want to kind of point that out that like we we've been talking all the time about uh, big games and w- w- can the Cowboys win the big games, guys? Like, this is a playoff team. Yeah. They're playing on the road and they beat them by thirty-seven points. Yeah. Both teams had to pull their starters. Like, this is the big blinking red light we've been looking for. The Cowboys need to carry this momentum into the rest of the week. Yes. But, but it was fantastic to watch. We're going to talk about the impact and what this win means for the Cowboys going forward in just a little bit. We're also going to talk about the Cowboys' defense and how they performed in this game. Yeah. But before we do that, 
we want to tell you about Total Wine and More. This holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine and More. With so many great bottles to choose from, it's easy to find a new favorite uh, Chardonnay or Cabernet or a Moscato, like me, I like some of the white wine, uh, all with the confidence in knowing that you found something special for the absolute lowest price. Love what you find only at Total Wine and More. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Drink responsible, responsibly, B21. We also want to tell you about Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car that you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and coming soon to Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find an affordable economy car if you're on a budget and you just need to get from A to B. Or if you want to test drive that new electric vehicle that you had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Lane, let's talk about the Cowboys' defense in this game. Yeah. I mean, absolutely masterful. Uh, they allowed only three points in this game. Kirk Cousins, 12 of 23 for 105 yards, sacked seven times. Who? Just tell us, what was the biggest reasons for the Cowboys' success uh, in this game? Well, you know, they were able to put uh, Minnesota into some uh, third down and long situations early in the game, which I think, you know, that obviously allowed the defense to do what they did, do what they do well. And that's pass rush. And obviously that's what we saw throughout the game. Once, once Minnesota was out of their game script, once they were kind of forced to throw the football, it was basically done, especially mm-hmm. once Darisaw left, Christian Darisaw left the game. Yeah. But I think the key thing to, to remember early and, and the thing that will get lost in the kind of the memory of this 40 to three victory is the, those key first and second downs where they limited, you know, the, the running game to three to four yards, you know, carry uh, and able to kind of get them into a situation where even third and five plus was just too daunting for, for the Vikings to throw the ball effectively. They weren't able to sustain drives. Obviously, the, the, the very first pass attempt, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was the sack and forced fumble by, by Micah Parsons. Yep. So it, it, it was struggle, struggle bus city for, for the, the, the uh, Vikings from the beginning throwing the football. And again, as we talked about, all of that is set up by opportunity provided by the defense themselves by by eliminating those early down successes and, and and getting them into situations where they have to throw the they know the Cowboys know that they're throwing the football and they can pin back their ears. Once that happened, it was just it was it, like there was blood in the water, you know, yeah. like the, the, the Cowboys defense the defensive line was swarming. Everybody was getting pressured. Armstrong, Lawrence. Parsons, like you know, Diggy Zua, different Crazy. points. Gallimore was getting through. Everybody was getting an opportunity, a uh, uh, curse on a blitz. Uh, you know, <laughs> excuse me. And it was just one of those things where, you know, they once they and, and then the running back, per, especially the yards per carry, like it, it it doesn't look fantastic. But the point of the the, the whole thing is that once the Cowboys got them into a game script change. Once the defense was able to provide a situations where the, where, where the Vikings had to throw the football more, 
the game was basically over and 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 and, and the off the Vikings offensive line was not able to adjust to stop them uh without Darisaw they they couldn't put Darisaw on an island they couldn't uh uh you know try to spread the 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 uh, the pass protections away from him they had to figure out the math which was just not going to work uh and and basically you know uh, cousins folded under under the pressure of of the Cowboys defensive line i know some people are going to call it front running or whatever but this Cowboys team is built to play with the lead and we see yep. this every single week um go through the the, the play by play right the first drive of the game Minnesota fumbles the Cowboys turn it into the field goal Minnesota actually goes down and gets the field goal on the next drive nice little response for them the Cowboys yeah. then go touchdown field goal touchdown field goal touchdown touchdown on their next drives and it's over right yep and once they get that 10 point lead or I think it was a 13-point lead at one point in time, that's when they can really tee off. And they dare teams to just stay you know, stay running the ball. And most teams get a little impatient, especially ones with superstar receivers like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen yep. and a tight end like TJ Hawkinson. Yep. You want to go out and pass the ball. And this pass rush is too good to just drop back and try to throw the ball on third and eights and third nines. It's just it's not going to happen. It's tough because, you know, you have to maintain against this defense, the Cowboys defense, you have to maintain uh, like a very high level uh, uh, yards per carry. And then on top of that, you're going to need a quarterback who can be extremely efficient in a short, in a small number of passes, right? They, they have to, to be, that's and that's hard, hard to, to do. do. And I mean, look, that's why it was, you know, Green Bay had specifically what, what was required to kind of do that, you know? And yeah. I think that, and the fact that it wasn't just about them having it, but they were able to actually go out there and execute. So kudos to Green Bay, but that is not something that, that all the rest of these teams are necessarily going to be able to do at a high level there, week to week against the Cowboys. There's just, not many quarterbacks in the league that can do that. It would be the equivalent like of a basketball player. Hey, we're going to have you stand in the three-point line. You're not going to touch the ball for six straight minutes of action, but when you touch it, you have to make a three. Yeah, That's really hard to get into a rhythm that way. Um, it, there's very few quarterbacks that can do it. Rodgers did it to him last week. I, I don't know if they're going to play a quarterback in the playoffs that's going to have – that's going to be able to do that. I, the only one that I can think of – Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo because he's kind of used to doing that, and you know, already with the, the way that they play offense. But I don't know, Landon. Like, if the Cowboys can get ahead in these games, they're going to be really hard to beat. Yeah, that's. I mean, I think that was what we definitely learned today is that the Cowboys, if they can play with the lead, if they that's get opportunities, if the defense can create opportunities early in the game for the Cowboys to get a lead. Uh, they can they can make things very uncomfortable because trying to throw the football when the Cowboys know you're throwing the football is very difficult against this defense. Uh, absolutely. Um, let's talk about some individual players in this game. We just got done talking about this unit as a whole. I mean, Micah Parsons had a, a really strong Micah Parsons game. Two sacks, five QB hits. I mean, it was pretty clear that he was healthy and playing well and maybe just leave him at edge. Anybody else that you want to point out in this game? I thought that, you know, I, I, look, there's tons of different people that we, we can get to, we can talk to. I thought CeeDee Lamb had a very efficient game, which was not, you know, blowing the doors off, which is fine. Oh, I meant specifically on defense. I'm sorry. Oh, on defense. I'm sorry. We're just talking defense. Uh, well, I thought I thought Javon Kirst, Javon Kirst played played really, really good. Uh, you know, it was he was specifically in coverage a lot. It felt like on Hawkinson, who did not have a huge game. I think he ended up with five catches on nine targets or something like that for like less than 40 yards. So, um, you know, and I thought he was – 
good in coverage. I thought obviously Dorrance Armstrong, who uh, ended up with two sacks and a fumble recovery today, uh, was just kind of and and I and I thought that on top of that also was doing a really good job of of of, of sealing that edge and holding the edge uh, and making some key tackles in the run game when you needed him. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, I, I think you know, was another guy that the, the numbers. You know, there's not really numbers to discuss other than the lack of numbers on the the side of Jefferson. Jefferson, I, I don't know that he shadowed him the whole day, but he was definitely on him for uh, it felt like the majority of the day. Three of thir- um, three receptions for 33 yards in this game. Yeah, I mean, against against the best receiver in football, I'll take that for sure. Um, I, I got I, you know, two, yeah, please, two, two guys really quickly. Yeah, Doris Armstrong. I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, so he had a sack on Christian Derisaw before Derisaw left for the concussion. Uh, he had another sack in this game. He, he should have had a third sack, three QB hits. This might have been the best defensive game that I've seen from Dorrance Armstrong, at least this season, maybe in his career. Well, I mean, the, that trio of, of defensive ends opposite of Parsons, uh, Armstrong, uh, 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 Sam Williams, Williams and Armstrong, and Sam Williams, like you know, and, and like and, and Fowler, you know, Fowler, Fowler himself got yeah. a, got a sack. You know, I think all the defensive ends really took to heart what happened last week, and they all played fantastic. I, I got to call out these young linebackers, man. I yeah. thought I thought Clark played really really well, considering what the assignment was this week. I think that for the most part, we thought that Anthony. Uh, that that uh, Bar Anthony Bar was going to end up playing this week, so it was that was kind of a last minute thing. So for him to go out there, kind of on a last minute step out there and play a full slate of linebacker snaps, I thought he played really really well from what I could see. Please play these young linebackers more. Demone yeah. Clark and Jabril Cox just give the Cowboys so much more speed on defense. I'm begging Dan Quinn to please let them play. Uh, one more thing I, I need to ask yep. you about the defense before we move on. Yeah, yeah. Can you guess how many players on just defense made a tackle in this game? The number's going to shock you. 16, 17? 22. Wow. I'll give you yeah, I mean. Ready? In order of most uh, tackles, J. Ron mm-hmm. Kirst, Micah Parsons, Dorrance Armstrong, Anthony Brown, Leighton Vandress, Trevon Diggs, Damone Clark, Jabril Cox, Sam Williams, Neville Gallimore, Dante Fowler, Donovan Wilson, Deron Bland, Demarcus Lawrence, Luke Gifford, Oso Digizua, Chauncey Golston, Kevin Joseph, Kelvin Joseph, C.J. Goodwin, Carlos Watkins, Izzy Mikado. It's pretty, it's pretty hilarious, man. That's uh, quite quite a list, you know. They, especially since they were subbing guys in at there at the end, it just felt like there was a ton of people playing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, this is one of those games where th- where everything seemed to go so well that it's it's hard to cover everything, right? Yeah. And, Which, and like, it's a short week too. We're not going to have a yeah. lot of time to cover this, uh, so it's going to be difficult. Yeah. But we, we wish that we had a full week to enjoy this win, right? Yeah, I mean that's like really soak it in, right? Like, and and maybe if they beat the Giants, like, uh, you know, we'll get like a really nice long week to just you know kind of view this as a, a doubleheader win. Yeah. But uh, they got to go out and beat New York and and, and on Thanksgiving, that's going to be very very key, obviously, to this point, right. a good win. Let's uh, let's talk about the impact of this win for the Cowboys yeah. in the long term. But before yeah. we do that, I want to tell you about Prize Picks. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Pick projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, 
Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit 100, promo uh, Price Picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, they'll give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Landon, the Cowboys now seven and three on the season. Uh, they are now back in second place in the division after the Giants fell today to the Lions. What does this win mean for the Cowboys? Big picture. Well, I, I think that they needed to use that Green Bay game. Look, they weren't going to win all these games. They needed to use that Green Bay game as a catalyst, not as yes. in, 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 in a positive way, because it easily could have been uh, a way to kind of tumble down the, the, and to not believe in yourself and not be able to kind of rebound from it. But instead, what they did is they used it as a, hey, look, we, we need to straighten things up. We came off of a bye week poorly. Um, you know, it was a difficult game. There's a lot of things going kind of against us. It just didn't work out. We put it behind us. We need to win this game against a playoff contender. They were able to do it. They were able to travel on the road and do it. And I think what that shows you is that, hey, this they belong. This is a talented team, a belief in themselves, right? And, and they've got a short week. I think they know that they're a more talented team than the Giants. They can get in there. If they can find a way to win this week, then, then they're really cooking with gas, especially with the rest of the season the way they are. And then, like, again, little stuff that can point towards them even improving, right? Like, again, seeing Tyler Smith t- start to take snaps in at left guard with Jason Peters at left tackle, knowing Tyron Tyron's going to be back, right? I may have said Tyron in there. I meant Tyler Smith playing left yep. guard. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, the Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes will start heating up even a little bit more this week. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. I just think that, the, you know, as we get closer and closer – He's starting to see some of these younger guys start to develop. Sam Williams is starting to really get off the ball well. Damone mm-hmm. Clark's playing good football. Bland has not killed you out, out at, at, at Nickelback. I think all these things are very extremely positive things. I, I didn't get a chance to talk about it on the offside of ball, but real quick, Gallup looking, looking yes. a little bit better this yes. week, which was huge. I, I think all these are pointing towards – this becoming a better team as the season goes along, as the season gets to the end of the year. I thought that Mike McCarthy did a great job guiding this team last year just to remain healthy and playing at their best football at the end of the year. did work out in the playoff game, but I think, again, if we can get there playing our best football, uh, I think that we can be a terror in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think previous Cowboys teams, maybe not the Mike McCarthy Cowboys, but previous ones, they let a loss like the, the Packers game turn into two. Or three Fester. losses, right? Like, yeah. you're right. You, you lose a game on the road, but you're up 14, and that bleeds into the next game, and you start off slow. It wasn't the case in this game. Like, the Cowboys no. put the, the foot to the, the pedal early in this game. I cannot remember a game in which felt like it was over before so the 10-minute mark in the third quarter. Even so, so much that this was the CBS national game. This is, like, the only time – that the CBS is going to get the Cowboys the rest of the season. And Landon, you know this better than I even do. Yep. They switched out of that game. They turned it the off. Middle part of the third quarter. Yeah. I had to scramble to find, I had to scramble to find the, to watch the, the whole fourth quarter. It was absolutely insane. I, I don't think I've ever seen, I mean, maybe one other time in a very similar situation have I ever seen the Cowboys uh, basically shut or switched off of 
from a broadcast, a national broadcast. Especially not when they're they're six and three and they're going up against an eight and one team, right? Yeah, like absolutely. maybe if they're bad and there's a yeah. more entertaining game, but they switched to watch the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, this is a this is a primetime matchup between two playoff teams. Uh, and the fact that they switched away from it because the Cowboys were beating them so soundly. Positive vibes, dude. I'm loving it. It's it's but, it's really good stuff. The good news for the Cowboys. Now <laughs> say this. They they've been really bad on Thanksgiving, like my entire lifetime. They've been awful. But you look at the schedule ahead, and I know it's not always a smart thing to look ahead, but that's what we're doing right now. Their next three games are all at home. They play on Thursday, and then they play on Sunday night against the Colts, who are playing better, but it's still the Colts. And then you play against the Texans the following week. Cowboys are healthy, relatively healthy, going into you know the last week of, of November. They're in a good spot, even though they're, what, two games back in the division. They're playing good football right now, and they just beat a really good team. It's hard not to be at least a little bit excited, right? And, and honestly, like, look, the Eagles didn't look great today. No. I, I mean, I, I know they won, and I know the announcers were really excited that they won, but but it didn't. They didn't look great. Jay, you they shouldn't looked feel like an great offense. about that win. I know a win yeah. is a win, but you should. When it came down to win time, it looked like they were afraid to put Jalen Hurts into passing situations. It well, felt like they had to run the ball in order to kind of win that game. This and this isn't locked on Eagles, but. Did you know that Jalen Hurts did not complete a pass on their touchdown drive at the end of the game? Yeah, I did know that. And I, and I thought it was hilarious that they were talking about how this was like an MVP seal or, or like, you know, I was like, Jalen Hurts was the a part of the offense that they were trying to work around that yeah. whole time. So, yeah, I, I and, and, and made, you know, look, I just think the Cowboys right now have a lot of things working for them. If they can kind of continue to be focused, you know, this the, the Eagles don't have it all sealed up quite yet. You know, no. so they could easily falter. If the Cowboys can ma- remain focused, they may falter a little bit. You may get an opportunity to, to get a Christmas gift on the 24th when you play the Eagles. That may be for the division. Just take care of business on Thursday, right? right. Take care of business. You did the hardest part. You went to Minnesota after playing another road game, and you you beat the team that you were, I guess, favored to beat. I don't know. It still seems weird. But the, yeah. you beat the team that everybody thought maybe was as good as the Eagles in the division. Uh, the conference, impressive, impressive win for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow or on Tuesday to break it all down. Please send us in your Twitter questions. It's kind yeah. of a condensed week here. So send in your Twitter questions. We're going to go over the film. We're going to talk about our biggest takeaways. Please, please, please do that. Uh, go check out the Locked On uh, Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Please go check us out on YouTube as well. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.